This Day in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, I'm Eves, and you're listening to This Day in History Class, a podcast where we bring you a slice of history every day. Today is February 22nd, 2020. The day was February 22nd, 1876. Native American activist and writer Zitkala Shaw, also known as Gertrude Simmons Bonin, was born on the Yankton Reservation in South Dakota. Zitkala Shaw's mother, named Reaches for the Wind, was a Yankton Sioux. Her father was a white man named Felker. But Felker abandoned the family early on, and Zitkala Shaw's mother eventually married another man named John Hastings Simmons. Zikala Shah gave herself her name, which means red bird in the Lakota language. Zikala Shah spent her early childhood on the reservation. There, she listened to traditional stories with characters that she would later include in her first book. But when she was around eight years old, she left the reservation to go to a Quaker missionary school in Indiana. Zitkala Shah's mother did not support her attending this school because she did not trust the missionaries to educate Native American children. Zitkala Shah returned to South Dakota after three years of study. But four years later, she left the reservation again to go back to school. One of the schools she went to in the following years was Earlham College in Indiana. While there, she got second place in a statewide oratory contest, which resulted in her first publication. She also studied music and played the violin. This led her to study at the New England Conservatory of Music in Boston and teach at the Carlisle Indian School in Pennsylvania. She did not really care for the time she spent at Carlisle, and she disagreed with the school's founder, Richard Henry Pratt, who supported teaching Native American students agrarian and domestic skills rather than academic subjects. Around this time, Zitkala Shah began publishing her work in magazines like Harper's and Atlantic Monthly. In 1901, the publisher Jen and Company released her first full-length book, Old Indian Legends. That year, when she visited her mother, she met another Yankton Sioux named Raymond Bonin. They got married, had a child, and moved to a reservation in Utah. Zitkala Shah worked as a clerk and teacher. Her musical and writing careers took a backseat to the rest of her work, though she did collaborate with composer William Hansen on an opera called Sundance that premiered in Utah in 1913. At this point, Zitkala Shah was turning more toward activism. She became involved with the Society of American Indians, or SAI, a reform organization formed at Ohio State University in 1911. The group was run by Native Americans, and it aimed to preserve their way of life while advocating full American citizenship. It focused on government reforms as well as activities like increasing Native American employment in the American Indian Service, which was the agency that managed Native American affairs. Zitkala Shah wrote a poem that was published in the Society's Quarterly magazine. And in 1916, she was elected secretary of the organization, a position she held until 1919. Zitkala Shah and her family moved to Washington, D.C. There, she became involved with many other organizations concerned with Native American rights and reforms. 
She served as editor of SAI's publication, American Indian Magazine, writing essays about issues such as land retention and self-determination. She lobbied lawmakers and toured across the U.S. in support of Native American citizenship. She spoke out on the conditions of poverty on reservations, detailing how food was scarce and opportunities for education and employment were few. But because she had one foot in white society and the other in Native American communities, she did garner the distrust of some Native Americans. After the SAI disbanded and the Indian Citizenship Act passed, Zitkala Shah and her husband founded the National Council of American Indians. Its goal was to make a, quote, constructive effort to better the red race and make its members better citizens of the United States. It promoted pan-Indianism as opposed to tribalism. Though the organization floundered, Zitkala Shah continued to lecture on Native American reforms and rights. She died in 1938. Her writing is noted for describing the tension between her Native American roots and her white education. Her advocacy has been criticized by some people who note the impact of assimilation on cultural identity. But she is considered an influential activist in Native American history, as she advocated for Native American civil rights, women's rights, education, and the preservation of Native American culture. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you haven't gotten your fill of history yet, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Podcast. And if you would like to write me a letter, you can scan it, turn it into a PDF, and send it to us via email at thisday at iheartmedia.com. I hope you liked this show. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.